everybody. I'm Jonathan Randall, and welcome to another episode of How You Like Me Now. I think this is episode 30. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I've been doing it for this long. I stick with things. I'm not a quitter. When I start doing something, I like to see it through. So I want to appreciate everybody that's been tuning in. Thank you. It means a lot to me. I really appreciate your support. Uh, if you're not following me on social media, do so at Jonathan Randall. Please show me support on my Kofi page. Again, I will put the link in the description of this podcast. Hope everybody's having a good summer so far. I am. I've been in like a good mood. I've been feeling good. You know what? I have been doing a lot of like fasting and it has just totally changed like my state of mind. And I, I'm like high off fasting and it's first of all it's weird to like do fasting because I feel like I'm just doing what poor people do so that's weird like how would you have a conversation with like people that don't have a lot of food about like doing intermittent fasting they'd be like you're the biggest asshole in the world I guess like that's how privileged we are in America that like we could be like we're not gonna eat it's gonna be our diet you know when there are people like all over the world that are starving and wish they could have food and we're like no we're not doing it it's the newest trend diet and it's super hot it's called starving and people are like uh yeah that's how we live our life Anyways, uh, I really have been enjoying it. I think it's good. It feels kind of good to be hungry, you know, like it makes you feel alive. Of course, I'm saying that when I could eat food anytime I want. I'm sure there are people out there that in underdeveloped countries, even in developed ones that are hungry, that wish they had more food that, you know, well, like, no, we don't like being hungry. But hey, as a privileged white guy, uh, it's a nice feeling to have. So I've been doing it a lot. I, I have lost some weight, I feel like. But more importantly, it's more just like about my mental state. And it's just like really improved it. So I recommend it to people. And it's like cool to see like, like, I don't know, I like the challenge. I like seeing like how far I could go fasting, what I could do. Anyways, uh, it's a little hot in the studio today. The air conditioning's not working. So forgive me if I'm a little sweaty, but deal with it. Um, it's summertime. So it's kind of like the sweat season. I typically develop sweat like right over here, which is embarrassing to me. I feel like it looks like I just like jerked off on my stomach or something. Anyways, um, uh, if you do follow me on social media, uh, uh, there's a video uh, that's going on that I made with my boy Tyler Fisher, hilarious comedian. Um, about uh, vaccinations uh, and coming out and stuff about not being vaccinated. I am not vaccinated. I kept it a secret for a really long time because like society really looked down on you and you know, you couldn't go places and people were all freaked out. And I'm really pleased now because I think like, you know, even people that got vaccinated still were getting COVID. Um, and I think, you know, at the end of the day, like the propaganda they were pushing for the vax has been like exposed as kind of bullshit. And I didn't conform. I didn't give in. I guess I could have been more honest the whole time. Uh, when we made this video, it was back more like when it was like, you know, vaccinated versus unvaccinated. And I was a little like nervous about like putting it out and doing this video. Um, but we did it, got a good reception. Uh, Tyler wanted to put it out again. So we just did that. So check it out. It's on my uh, Instagram page and I love it. And I think it's really great. And if you're one of those people that like judged people, if they weren't vaxxed, then like you're a fucking asshole. And you're also an idiot because I guess like, you know, people are like, oh, the science. And I think the science caught up that like, even if you're 
vaccinated, you could still have COVID. You could still spread COVID. So uh, anyways, and plenty of people got harmed from the vax too. I'm not into conspiracies, but that's just the reality. But I feel like they really kind of like, you know, brushed it under the rug. How like they were really like preaching all this. You got to get vaxxed. The vax is going to save everybody. The vax will prevent you from getting COVID, prevent you from spreading it. And like that all turned out to be complete and utter bullshit. And I don't remember anybody. I don't remember Fauci like coming on TV and being like, I was wrong, everybody. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for like dividing everybody even more about like the vax and the unvax. I remember I actually like went out with a couple women who like didn't want to see me again because I wasn't vaccinated. And like these were women that like I had tons of chemistry with. We had a great time. We really got along. Um, that they were like, oh, I, I can't, you're not vaccinated. Like that made me like a bad person or like less than or something. So they're a loss. I'm awesome. And I really do feel that way. Anyways, check out that video. It's really awesome. And check out my boy, Tyler Fisher. We did a lot of videos together and I'm really proud of that work. And I'm really proud of him. He's a great comic and uh, check him out online. Ty the Fish is his Instagram handle. Um, what else do I want to talk about? American Jew Podcast. Okay, I have officially taken over the American Jew Podcast. I'm just doing interviews. Um, I feel a little guilty about it. You know, Jordan is a friend of mine. He is a nice guy, but he was just not someone that was like good to collaborate with. Um, I don't think he really cared about the project that much. It was really frustrating me. I do feel a little guilty about what happened. Uh, you know, kind of just like taking it over keep telling myself, did he, does he feel guilty about like being half-assed in this project about like never promoting it about like never, you know, preparing for it about, you know, ha having me have to like hound him down to do any work for it. I'm like, no, he doesn't feel bad. So why do I feel bad about kind of like pushing him out? But like, I don't know, I guess it's not like the best or nicest thing to do to a friend of yours, but I care about the podcast. I care about my career and I want to surround myself and work with people who care about the projects they're working on too. And that just wasn't him. And I wish him the best. He has his own podcast. Where's the grief? Check it out. Um, but anyways, I'm just going to be doing interviews now on the American Jew podcast. I'll probably do it monthly. I'm really excited. Uh, at the end of the month, I'm going to be interviewing the director of the film Boycott. And she's also, she works with this organization called Just Vision. So it's going to be a really awesome interview. Uh, really excited about it. So make sure to tune into that. Of course, June 29th, 8 p.m., Save the Garden comedy show at Elizabeth Street Garden. I hope people will come. I mean, I know a lot of people will come to the show it's going to be packed last year there were like over 100 people at each show but i hope people will come that are like fans of mine that support me and will want to come and support my comedy too i know i have a lot of people that support me because uh you know i speak out on behalf of palestinian human rights and i feel that like what israel does is not cool and definitely not kosher when it comes to judaism but i want people to also support my comedy because that's what i love that's what i care about that is what i'm most passionate about so come out to the show june 29th at the elizabeth street garden it's going to be a good show i already got ashley austin morris on the show hilarious comedian daniel Torado, another really great comic both awesome people. Like, seriously, they lift my spirits in comedy. They're such pleasure to work with. Uh, they're amazing comics. So check them out online. Come check them out at the show. Save the Garden, June 29th, 8 o'clock. 
Elizabeth Street, Garden on Elizabeth Street, between Spring and Prince. It's gonna be a good time. Okay, one thing, now like, let's get into the podcast. Um, uh, haven't been dating that much, you know, the last week or two, kind of been like taking a chill. I had a weird experience with like this girl I matched with and she was like hot to trot for me like right away, going hard, you know, calling me, texting me a lot before we even met. Like she was like, for two or three days, lots of calls, lots of texts. I was like, oh, this is a lot. But also I like appreciate that kind of effort. I'm like, this girl seems really interested. I like that she's making the effort for me. I'm worth it. I deserve a woman that's going to like be calling me, not just waiting for me to text, but like making the first move. So I really liked it. Uh, so that was good. And we were going to go out, but then I don't know, she was just like being weird. And, um, then I didn't like hear from her for a couple days. And then like, she texts me out of the blue, like, uh, like, I don't know, a week later. And I was just kind of like drunk and high. And I was kind of be- a-, a little bit of a douche. And, um, you know, uh, then I felt bad like a day or two later and I was like, I'm sorry. I, like I was drunk and I don't know why I was a douche. Like it wasn't cool. My bad, you know, didn't hear from her, whatever. I was like, all right, I burnt that bridge. That was my bad. You know, um, I guess I was curious to see how, maybe how far I could push this girl subconsciously. I don't know. Anyways, I was like, oh, well that's over. What could you do? Um, but then like a week after that, she texts me and I was like, oh, okay. So I'm like being super nice. I'm like, I was a douche last time. I got to be nice. I got to make it up to this girl. That's cool that she's giving me like another chance. But then she just started like picking fights with me via text. Like not even like what's going on. How are you? Have you been? What's going on the last week? Whatever. Just like picking a fight with me like immediately. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, what is going on right now? Like, why are you texting me to pick a fight? This is so weird. And I was like, take care, red flag. Maybe my instincts, I guess, to be a douche and push you away were right because obviously you're a little crazy that you're going to like text me, uh, you know, uh, a week after and just like want to pick a fight with me where I'm basically a stranger. Uh, So, yeah, you know, dating is tough, especially with the apps. Just want to meet more people in real life. Uh, I went out actually with this other girl. um, When was it? Last week, I think. Um. This girl, she remind me of, uh, what's, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm forgetting the actress's name right now. Jennifer Coolidge, Stifler's mom. She was on White Lotus. This woman reminded me exactly of Jennifer Coolidge's character on White Lotus. And uh, while it was like a train wreck, I was kind of like attracted to her. I was like, oh my gosh. But then, you know, this girl got, these girls get too drunk. They get too drunk. They get sloppy. That's not attractive. And so whatever, you know, that, that didn't work out. But I was like, this one was just like Jennifer Coolidge. That's like a total red flag and I should run. But for some reason, like I found that super attractive. But I find that, you know, women getting too drunk is something that like I have noticed happens a lot, you know. And like I go out with girls like I like to have a couple drinks, have fun, loosen up. But I realize like. I really got to like, I don't want to like police like these women drinks, especially when it's like a first or second date or whatever. But I feel like you got to because then like if they have like too many and then they get sloppy and then it's like, you know, if things do progress and you end up connecting sexually, then they're like, oh, I was drunk after, you know, which is not good feeling. I don't, I don't want a woman to feel like that after we're intimate and be like, oh, well, you know, I, I was so drunk. I was too drunk. I was like, oh, gross. I mean, I, I wish I would have realized that. Like, you're a grown woman. I, I 
figured you know your limits and you could handle yourself. So like, I feel like now I, I'm like on the lookout. I'm like, okay, maybe you've had enough girl. And she's like, excuse me, I don't know you. This is our first date. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want you to get sloppy. And then who knows what's going to happen. It's just going to lead to disaster. Alcohol really is like bad. Like I haven't had a drink in like a little over a week and I feel like it feels good. And especially with like all the fasting stuff, it's not good to drink. So I've definitely been doing it less, but like, I don't really miss it. I feel like the only time I do want to drink with women and like, I don't know, it, it, it like it could go bad, like really fast. So like, you really have to like be conscious of how many you're having and maybe just like set the pace. Maybe that's the move just to be like, Oh, I, you know, I've had three, this girl doesn't look like she can handle more than that. Like, uh, that's enough for me. Like, let's go out another time or something. I don't know. All of a sudden, my, my nose got a little uh, sniffly. Excuse me for a sec. I don't know. I, I notice sometimes that, like, on the videos, like, there's some, like, saliva in my mouth. I don't know. I'm not swallowing enough or I'm talking. I don't know what's going on. So I'm like, I don't want there to be saliva in my mouth and, like, snot coming out of my nose. And I'm going to be like, oh, God, I'm already vain <laughs> and self-conscious. Like, I don't want to, like, add to that. Um Speaking about people that are vain and self-conscious, uh, I keep seeing like girls that have like little stars on their face. I guess it's like to cover up their zits and like you're bringing more attention to your face with like a star than you were if you would just have a zit. Like everybody knows what's going on, okay? You have a zit. No one thinks you're like a constellation or something, you know? You have a zit. It's a normal part of life. It's okay. You're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. Don't worry about it. You can show that you are a human being. It's all right. You don't have to like cover it up with a decoration of like a 12 year old ceiling when he wants to like have a starry ceiling or something like I don't know when this started I don't know how I don't know why but just like deal with the zit you don't have to like cover it up okay like you're a star like what are you fucking rainbow bright or some shit like that get that off your face just be okay with like Having zits. People get zits. I get zits sometime. It's okay to have a zit. I don't know why. That's really bothering me. <laughs> Whenever I see somebody like that, I'm like, what? what? I'm like, why? I'm like, why all the stars are on your face? You don't, you don't need that. Um, anyways, uh, wow, I feel like I'm talking really fast this episode. But uh, I guess I have a lot to say. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm charged. It's the, it's the whole fasting thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's making me feel like, hi, I was like walking around today being like on cloud nine, just talking to everybody, making jokes. I don't know what's going on because I've been doing this fasting now for like weeks. But like today's a day where I'm really like, yeah, like feeling pumped, feeling, feeling awesome. Um, and a lot of that has to do actually with the support two that, you know, people give me. So thank you guys. All the positive comments. God knows there's so many negative ones too, but there's more positive ones. And I try to ignore the haters. Fuck the haters. You know, um, you don't kick a dead dog. All right. So people want to hate on me. There's a reason it's because I'm saying something, I'm doing something. Um, and they, uh, want to bring me down because either they're jealous or they can't handle it or whatever. But like I said, you can't, you don't kick a dead dog. I ain't no dead dog. People are kicking me because I am making a difference. I'm doing something. I'm speaking my mind. I'm being true to myself. I'm being honest and I'm trying to have a positive impact on the world and promote change. And that freaks people out. 
People don't want to change. People want to stay the same, but we have to change. We have to grow. We have to move forward in life, live in the present, not be obsessed with the past. But anyways, I'm not going to turn this into like a self-help podcast. Hey guys, this is my new self-help podcast. We got to live in the present moment. Things weren't working out with the whole comedy and activism. So now I decided to be a life coach. Jonathan Randall, life coach. My failures are here to help you. I don't know. I'm, I'm working on a, a sketch about it. Um, so uh, I wanted to talk about uh, the Palestinian Authority president, uh, uh, Abbas is uh, going to China. He's going to China uh, because according to Chinese media, he's going there so the Chinese president could help, you know, uh, I guess negotiate a, a two-state solution. All right. He's going to broker a two-state solution. Well, at least that's what the Chinese media wants people to think. But everybody else says it's less about freeing Palestine and more about making China's president uh, seem like he's a real global mover and shaker. Yeah. Um, not so much to help the Palestinian people, you know, but more to make it look like China's going to do what the U.S. can't, you know. And don't get me wrong. I would love to see China, you know, aid in stopping, you know, the human rights violations of the Palestinian people, but maybe they should first stop the human rights abuses of the Uyghurs that is happening in China, you know? I feel like China wants to, like, replace the U.S. as the power broker in the Middle East. But, you know, they aren't doing this for, like, goodwill, you know? They're doing it more, like, out of spite. They're doing it to, like, spite America. They want to be like, hey, we're going to, like, be the ones that, like, have, the, you know, power and control in the Middle East. Not the U.S. Ha, 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 ha. But I feel like if they really cared about, like, Muslim people, they wouldn't be committing crimes against humanity, you know, to over a million of the Uyghurs just for practicing Islam. So, uh, you know, this seems just like a photo op and a, a bunch of bullshit, but uh, it would be great if more countries stepped up and try to facilitate a two-state solution, try to help free Palestine. I think that'd be awesome. And, uh, you know, I also want to say, you know, I know that some people, when they say free Palestine, they want, you know, there to be no Israel. But there are a large amount of people that say free Palestine that just want to end the oppression of the Palestinian people. OK, it's not bad against Israel. It's not everyone saying free Palestine. It's like, fuck Israel. It's just people are saying, oh, we want to end the oppression and the human rights violations of this whole group of people that are having them violated and has been violated, being ethnically cleansed, um, being killed, their family kicked out of their houses. Uh, you know, this is what's happening. So they want that to stop. That's why people say free Palestine. There might be some other people. There are extremists everywhere that have another agenda or say for other reasons. But many, many, many people that are saying free Palestine are doing so because they want to end the oppression of the Palestinian people, not because they just want to destroy Israel. OK, same thing with from the river to the sea, from the river to sea doesn't mean to everyone, oh, we want to totally, like, destroy Israel. It means that, you know, they want Palestinians to be free from the river to the sea. They want to end the oppression of the Palestinian people from the river to the sea. God knows I sure want to. Um, anyways, if you're not following me on social media, please do, at Jonathan Randall, all across. Again, 
The Garden Comedy Show, Save the Garden, June 29th, 8 p.m. at the Elizabeth Street Garden. Uh, check out the American Jew interview podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Follow me across social media at Jonathan Randall. I'm Jonathan Randall. How you like me now? Yeah.